Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Monday, September 29. Make that August 29, 2016. <laughs> Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Oh, it's good to be back. How was your weekend? The worst. How was yours? <laughs> uh, well, it's very hard to answer that when someone just says the worst, isn't it? Because it looks yeah. like you're just rubbing your face straight into the biggest pile of... Uh, so you had a good weekend, did you, you jerk? Well, not necessarily a good one, but uh, just just try to get on with life and get things going and uh, was, was spending uh, good times with friends and uh, eating nice food, you mm. know, and... Uh, Smelling the sea, but um, uh, so what? But what made yours so poor? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, car shopping's fun, and so you, just, you, you, know, are, you actually you've are got... doing it. You are shopping for car. Well, yeah, we think so. Um, when <laughs> there is a whole lot of uh, there are a whole lot of other developments with the car that I'm not even going to share with you because they are way too boring for words. But oh. just. When you do something like this, unless you are one of those people who knows about this stuff, and I know you're out there, and I've spoken to several of you over the last <laughs> five days, and you're very helpful. Right. But uh, unless you're one of those people who just knows about these things all the time, you sort of have to school up it, it sort of immediately and um, become like just, you know, learn a hell of a lot of stuff and play this Factor against that factor, and you mm. know what they've done. The Who's car, they? okay, so the so car, I don't know brands or whatever. So you, yes, manufacturers, you know, manufacturers, yeah, they've got that. They've done what I remember mobile phone uh, companies doing once mobiles had come in, and I, I remember trying to get my head around that. Then, what the mobile phone companies did was they came in and they they just did what they used to do, which is sell you your. Yeah, phone, you know, but it just it they, it cost more because it was a mobile phone, or whatever. Right. Then they started doing packages, and they started making up things like you know, for this much money, you get blah blah percent mm. free calls, and we're calling that a freedom package, or the Ooh. you know the tomorrow pack, or the future pack, or something. Right. And it, what it means is that if you line them all up together, mm. like you know, in an Excel document or something, that the, it had. There need to be new columns. That's right. There needs to be because because it's like comparing apples and oranges, and they do that deliberately so that you can't compare them. You just have to go completely insane. Well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? A, like, well, you want a bit from one and a bit from the other. So like, it's like, oh, this one's got that, but they don't have. Um, you know, the other one's got. Uh, so so one's got a sunroof. Like, who wants a sunroof, right? Ooh, Lots of people, not me. Don't stars. care. But totally. But if, if – so there's that. But you – so you go, oh, cool, I don't want the sunroof one then. And then they go, no. oh, but if you don't get the sunroof one, then you don't get the, you know, airbags. <laughs> I know, it's Hang not on. airbags. You don't get the airbags. <laughs> it's like they're, they're holding a gun to a kitten's head if you don't. That's it. No, so, you know, like so the, there'll be something you want, guaranteed there'll be something you want in the package with the – with a, you know, roof thing. Who are you They're, buying your car off, Ericsson? No, it, but that's what it's like. There's a, they call them packs. There's packs. a safety pack, Stu. Okay, we, so did you get you a helmet? Go, uh, <laughs> it pretty much. If you go to uh, not uh, – what, what are they called? Mazdas. Mazda. If you go to Mazda yes. and you ask about their, like, uh, new – 
nearly new, secondhand, like all those things, cars, they will start talking about safety packages and they'll start talking about warranties because as I said last time I was talking about this, um, I believe there's a, you know, I believe all of those those kind of age-old, possibly apocryphal stories about, you know, the one about the fact that the electrical car was invented like 45 years ago but the petrol companies... Whatever. They've, they've kept it on ice. Yeah, kept it on ice, bought yeah. it and kept it on ice. Um, because these, they basically make it, they, they try to make it really easy for you to, to to just go, oh, second-hand cars are too hard. New cars, not that much more. And, you know, the, you, you get this, this and this and yeah. you get a warranty that lasts this long and, you know, never mind the fact that literally, you know, four weeks after a um, – the warranty, the car will, the walls will fall off yeah. <laughs> onto the road as you're driving along. <laughs> the walls of the car. The so walls you, you're obviously of the been, car. you've obviously been doing a lot of reading on cars. <laughs> yes, I'm very, very. Oh, um, I like the walls on this one. These guys going cha ching. <laughs> well, you, you got to know what one with the special roof then. <laughs> anyway, look, mm. the point is you don't know. You start doing something like this. It's It's like, it's like if. You get a health problem that you didn't know anything about. Suddenly, you know, or if you're looking for, a, you, t- you know, what? taking your kid to a school or something, suddenly you know all about schools. And, you like, you know, six weeks earlier you knew nothing. And now mm. you're like, well, this primary school's got this and this one does this and this one's a, a, Italian, whereas the other one does, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever, French. And so what Tuesday, do you know about cars a- except that they don't actually have walls? <laughs> You haven't you haven't really displayed your story is sort of a contradiction. Yeah, I'm not saying. Well, I'm saying that you, I do know about them, but mm. I'm just not wanting to bore you with the detail. But honestly, oh. you can. There are things like is that the interesting part in a safety pack. Like for instance, I would not have thought there was something called a safety pack that you could get as an add-on, and you pay more money to can get I extra ask, things. Yeah. What's what's the additional uh, safety? Like what are what are the additional oh, features? Things like. Um, so, like you know, your car that you've got, yes. it, it would have, Porsche. if you, your Porsche, yes. <laughs> if you got that, if you bought that new today, it would basically, if you're driving behind another car and that car stops suddenly and you're changing a CD <laughs> or whatever. Right. I'm try- I don't know what your car's got, but I'm trying to just – you're distracted. Right. The car will – it depends what pack you get, but it will either warn you or actually break. Uh, okay. Hang on. It'll, it'll, it'll break? It'll uh, break. Right. So I, see. I, I thought you said the person was driving behind me. No, 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 no. In right. front of you. Oh, maybe I did, but that's not what I meant. Okay. Yeah, in front of you. And right. just things like that. The, the, the cars are really – clever now like there are all sorts of insane things that they do and have and um it's yeah it's, but we're one step away from this you know driverless car thing which mm. which uh i mean i was talking about you know the the next generation and when they get their license and make cracking some joke about it right. and the jackpot said they won't need their license because yeah. they won't have the cars will be driving themselves. See, it's a bit of a worry, the Jackpot, because his future <laughs> predictions are generally right when it comes to tech. <laughs> yes. And I, for one, I'm going to put it out there. You have a problem with this. Well, I'm going to just take sides on this issue, and it is an issue. <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced, and and you know what? 
I'm not actually scared of the driverless car. Yeah. I, I, I just think, really, are we that lazy? I know people can say, no, it's great for safety. So, well, it's supposed to be great for safety once everyone's got one. But how boring would it be? This is what the jackpot was telling me. Once everyone's got one, it's great. Mm. Once, uh, But before that, when like, you know, you've got one and I don't, if I change yeah. my CD or whatever, <laughs> no, no cars have CD players anymore, I'm sure. But um, my, Mine's got a CD player. Yeah, I figured it did. I think mm. mine, no, yeah, my current one does. Mm. Uh, the one where the walls fell off. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, anyway. What was I saying? Who cares? Your car has a CD players and the wall fell off. No, you're saying I have. A, I don't have a. No, I have a driverless car. So if I, if if you have a driverless car and I'm and I don't, then it's a, it's an imperfect system. The perfect system is everybody's got a driverless car because then they just can communicate and do their own thing. Like they don't need to factor mm. in human error. Is it bad to just really dislike the future? Like no, it, that's what everyone's done for the re- entirety of time. Like I hate to tell but, you that for once you are part of the mainstream, but okay, on this good. one you are definitely not alone. Because it seems as though mm. society is developing in a way where uh, the majority of human beings are an irrelevance, and I don't see then the point of existing in that society. Well, it's interesting because. Another thing the jackpot was telling me right. um, is that, you know, you know cause, and I think we've touched on this before, but he works with small humans, right? Yeah. Like really when they're kind of formative, in their formative oh, years. Oh, so young humans. Yeah, yeah, not just right. small. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you it's don't qualify. Preference for short people. people. <laughs> no, no. So he and, – and, he, and we're talking about this because, of course, they have to talk – they have to educate um, – the, they have to educate people for the future. They, you can't – it's like, you know, back when I was at school, um, there was one computer and Anthony played it. Well, you went played, to a rich school. Played games on it. Yeah, totally. Anthony played games on it and nobody else understood it. And when it broke, the teacher said, Anthony, can you fix the computer and stuff? And, Bloody Anthony. And Anthony now runs Orica. <laughs> but anyway. Um, what things, do they do? Uh, computers. Okay. But anyway. Basically, that everyone who works at Oric is going, what do you mean they do computers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, but the point is tech stuff. Anyway, mm. um, that was not – so that was not predicting the future. The way we were – I was literally writing in a fountain pen. I was learning to write with a fountain pen at the time, which there's less call for now than there is, you know, using computers. Yeah. So, of course, now every school you go to, everybody says – even in the primary schools, they all say they're all very proud of our of our programming uh, that we do because that's that they they think that this is the future because it was the future when we were kids. Yeah. But Stu says, or sorry, the jackpot says, yes, that's not that's not. Um, that, I mean, that's fine. Sure, keep up with technology. It's like a history lesson, yeah. Well, sorry, but you asked. Um, no, no, I'm saying. What they're teaching him is a bit like a history lesson because by the oh, time totally. they get, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were criticizing my story. So yeah, Not at all. he he says that um, that's true. Like keep up with technology, totally. But actually, as what you're saying is realized, which is that technology is going to take over a whole chunk of what you know humans do. What is going to be needed mm. is human people skills 
So being able to mm, HPS like, the, the the actual human stuff is actually so it's you're not you're going to be less likely to need a job you know in in a factory you're going to be more likely to so need to don't need to work problem in a factory. So, yeah exactly but the it, thing is that more people are capable of working in a factory than they are problem solving that's right and so, so we're not catering for the majority we're not catering for the majority and in fact we're not educating properly for the so if you go to school the whole time and you're you have to do a bunch of tests the whole time that where it's like you know, five, ten, five, you know, like whatever. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Then you're not actually, you're not learning those human skills that, are, and I know it sounds namby-pamby, but like that is actually, those are the, and it already is happening. Like if you think about the people who are running like businesses and stuff that work, there's there'll be people who do tech and stuff in there, but there'll also be people who are, um, kind of able to think creatively and able to understand how people work and so they can kind of manage and they can mm. problem solve and they can foresee things uh, and they can think laterally like that's a skill that um that people don't really you know that 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 you need to have in order to do a whole lot of stuff that's just until uh, you know you can't learn in business school as well either. I mean you can but, but until but they invent a machine that yeah. can think laterally yeah, that's right. The whatever it is effect. I mean, once called? upon uh, the lateral effect. Once upon a time, <laughs> they they said, you know, uh, how the hell yeah. are we going to get the pizza from the shop to the person's house? Yeah, like that's that was right. the number one problem in history. What are we going to do? Drive it down there? Yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> yeah. they worked it. You can you can get a human to do that. Yeah, and we thought we'd we'd uh, solve the world's problems, and now humans are not being able to deliver pizzas anymore. Lauren Clark, <laughs> yes. it's no point. Having any optimism or any look, if if you're between the ages now, oh, all right, of twenty five, Stuart's about to depress a whole lot of people. Fifty five, yeah, I think you're in a lot of trouble. If you're fifty five plus, yeah, that you should sneak through now with what you've got, and if you're less than twenty five, you have time to make a change. The rest right, of us are I all see. cactus. I see. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's a little bit formulaic, Stu Farrell. I, I am optimistic. I have a lot more optimism. I know. Where does it come from? What is the point of it? I don't know. I don't know because I see. There is I no think, point to optimism. I was thinking about this the other day. I see the the problems sometimes more than other people. Like I am more critical than a lot of the people I know. Right. No. So I see. I see the. Pro you don't think I'm critical? Uh, you are you're very critical. But, right. And, and I thought you were but, about to go all JFK on us. I see the problem, but I want to know the answer. No, 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 no. No, know, right. I see the problem right. and I totally see all of the – I am – I, like in fact I kind of can't turn that critical faculty off. And That's why I like things like mm. circus where you're not supposed to and like stuff where it's just like, okay, enter fantasy realm now because this has got nothing to do with reality, right? Is that why normal entertainment is so frustrating? Because of that critical uh, for you, eye. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, you can't just go. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I can see those problems there, but I that doesn't matter. I need to, in order to watch mm. this musical or whatever, mm. I need to stop pretending that it matters that you don't burst into song in the middle of you know falling in love or whatever. Well, you do. 
Oh, do you, Stuart? Mm. You are an optimist. Anyway, uh, but I, at the same time, I do have this kind of underscored optimism that I just, I don't know, I think, I think humans... I think you have to because you have small people in your life. No, but I've always been like this. I was like this before I had small... Oh, you didn't know me before small people. No, I've always been like this. Mm. I just... I just, and I must say, over the last couple of weeks, it's been really sorely tested. Right. And there have been a couple of times where it's fallen away. But um, uh, it's almost, it's, it's stupid. Like, it's got no critical faculty. That optimism just bubbles up beneath everything and means that I, I, uh, things just kind of feel like, I can I, and I can kind of see ways in which I can rationally explain that there is hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, but do you think easily? Uh, I'll say uh, overly optimistic people mm. are easily fooled, aren't they? Though, and that's why advertising yeah. is uh, so important. Well, optimism uh, for does governments f- now, yeah, and for large companies because they create this sort of. False oh. reality. Tell me about it. You know, keep what? people optimistic and yes. just keep shoveling the poison down their throats. Yes. Do you know what um, really put that into stark relief this weekend was car shopping because they say things like, "Oh, you know what? But in three years, mm. you can always upgrade to the blah blah." And you, and and the reason they're saying in three years is because they think, oh, that they're, they're putting it in your head that your your ducks will be in a row in three. You know what I mean? Like. Life will be better. Life will be better. You'll be a different person in three years. Like, and yeah. it it definitely, like loans are structured like that. Yeah, uh-huh. like f- car finance is structured like that. Like, it's just it's all about like. Be careful of car finance. Be yeah, I know. I well, knew someone that bought a Ford Falcon once in the early nineties and ended up paying like about forty thousand for it. In mm-hmm. that in that time, like when forty thousand <laughs> was worth one hundred and forty thousand. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, what was it? Oh, I saw a thing. I saw a um, just something in passing online today that said, you know, here are, uh, a few people had posted it. You know, here are the a couple of places. Oh, in you're the not going to say these bloody kids with the the guys from the Concords again? No, Stu. Okay, good. Sorry, did I have a little hopeful moment with the Concord boys? Oh, you know what? I tried to watch it again, and people. I don't- have- People have attacked me, and I'm going. I don't understand. And I've watched it more and more, and I'm. I we do not understand the. All right, Calm the two down. guys from Flow the Concords <laughs> are sitting in a classroom with a bunch of random kids saying, "What do you like about music?" And the kids do their usual, "And they music because music me and it's and it's supposed to be uh, mind changing and uh, life numbing, and I don't understand it. What okay. the appeal is. Okay. Interestingly um, described, I wouldn't have necessarily put it like that. What have I, I would have said was, it is a gentle, quiet, unpresuming thing where kids are being interviewed. The Flight of the Concord boys are just quietly, and what I like about it is they listen to the kids and they let them talk and they're not trying to be funny all over the top of them. Nobody, so it's, not build, it? it's not billed as this is the funniest thing ever. It's like, what's yeah, the nice thing about it? It's like, understated. This is so reaffirming. This yeah, but that's brings me like... back to what life's supposed to be. Oh, and I, I, I want to be like a bird and, a, and all this. Like, what are really, you talking Stuart? about? Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't see one person say that. Well, we're looking at different threads. But 
The thing is, we're I always still, looking at different threads, my friend. <laughs> I still don't understand the point. The point is, this so, is coming back to that false marketing to give people hope that the human race has half a chance, which it doesn't. So, Stu, yes. what it is is it's it's in aid of it's raising money for sick kids, right? And so they ask their kids, "What do you do when you're sick? What do you do for a sick kid? If there's a kid who's sick, what should you do and stuff? Right. And where should you get the money?" And the kids are, that. None of it makes any sense because kids are kids and they don't quite, you know, get the question. They don't quite get the question or the answer or the concepts at all. So, so they try. So they stay stuff and then the Concords turn it into a song, and sing it with impassion. And oh, so where's, where's the song at the very end? Yeah. Right. They sing and it to the kids. No, they sing it. Uh, they sing it using the kids' lyrics. Yeah. So what the kids say as their lyrics. Right. And. The thing is that you have a problem with anything that's popular. So <laughs> if you had seen this... I go to the MCG listen, and sit with 60,000 imbeciles. Yes, but you claim to hate, hate it, it for all of those reasons. <laughs> um, and But if you had seen this and nobody had commented on it and it had been a nice, quiet thing that nobody you hadn't seen, you know, then I think most of the things that you're complaining about would go away because the point of it mm. is that it is understated. And I'm not going to convince you here that you like Flight of the Concords or anything like that. Uh, you might think that they're twee little Kiwis with their and they're just a little bit jumped up, clever. But then they're actually, I think one of the things that I liked about it is that you could see that they were just like dudes who were having a nice time. And right. I, I don't mind that. Um, what are you, why have you gone dark? I thought I was dark, Clark. Yeah, you are dark, Clark, but I'm a uh, real deal. And uh, sometimes when you live in the real deal, oh, you, uh, <laughs> oh. oh dear, you you it it weighs heavily. You oh, know? dude, yes, this is not this is not good. We've, did you just really say that you, <laughs> you're the real deal? <laughs> well, I'm 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 able to see the world. I've taken off the rose-coloured glasses. But I thought that. Um, you know, regional Victoria was meant Thank to be you. enlivening your um, spirit. It is. It's awakening my senses. Mm. But uh, it's, it, uh, you know, that that's fleeting. And, in fact, it sort of makes you sadder because you, you may, like as I was yesterday morning, just stroll down a beach and uh, walk the dogs and look at lighthouses. Mm. But then, um, as one does on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you realise that it's all going to end, and like if a if a meteorite doesn't take us out, we'll just do it to ourselves. And some, you know what? Someone's going to die with a hell of a lot of money, and who cares? Oh, Stuart, I was gonna, I was thinking this is going to be this is, but it's lasted. It hasn't even lasted a week. Your enthusiasm for life and what about your tapas joint and your movie? theatre down oh, the road and went stuff. to a lovely tapas place, a uh, Korean tapas, in fact, on Saturday. And I, can I just say, mm-hmm. if you haven't been out for Korean for a while, <laughs> uh, go to a Korean place mm. and just get yourself a big bowl of Korean fried chicken and sit Stay there it. with the pickled cabbage and suck it down. Yes. Can I say, you had a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag. 
Yes, and that uh, intro never gets old, Lauren Clark, even though it is only three weeks it old. It doesn't. I'm going to. No? no, I think it's my favourite at the moment. And uh, Ooh, by the way. Stuart likes another thing, everybody. Look well, up. Yeah. We're going for the double here because um, we have been in contact. Mm. Let's start Mailbag Monday. Welcome, everybody. This is Mailbag Monday. Mm-hmm. And um, Hillary, uh, our artist in residence, has <laughs> yes. uh, agreed to allow us to do the um, Shiver Me Tingy's Tea Towels. Outstanding. So now I just have to get onto our printer yeah. and in, uh, see the specs and then we're going to be moving along full steam ahead yeah. and have those uh, things just in time for uh, you to wash your dishes with. Now, Mailba- <laughs> and thank you to you, Hillary. You, you're a legend, and we don't know from a bar of soap, and that's what even makes it even nicer. Oh, so much uh, nicer. Yeah. Yeah. The bastards we know, we're not interested in them. Yeah, yeah. we hate the people we know. So, like, <laughs> we're, we're hoping to get a new uh, network in. In fact, I should start with a new network because mm. I mentioned Julie last week who yep. uh, gave me this stupidly fantastic welcome uh, to the new area and brought over a care package. Well, on the back of that, mm. we've had Liza getting contact. And uh, I said, "Well, hang on. Uh, if you, I'm a bureau chief of this area. I think. Oh, look at and, out, Julie. Uh, uh, yes, I know. I, I don't want to start issues between uh, people, but uh, so we're going to have Liza pop over as well and uh, drop off some sauerkraut oh, and um, and maybe some kimchi. And uh, <laughs> uh, the good thing about it is, I, I, I was in a particularly uh, neighbourly mood." So I think we're even going to sit down to a cup of tea or a glass of wine. I'm not entirely sure at this stage. Depends on the time of day. No, I'm so thinking for you. Yeah. We, no, no. So we might have to have a regional Victoria, uh, stupidly small uh, barbecue catch-up one day. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You've I'm, made that I've promise on that. air, so it'll I've never happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've called out my uh, fantastic plan. No, but Lauren, you'll be here, of course, um, and we'll be hosting yes. the regional uh a stupidly small family, so I really look forward to that, Stuart. Keep your eyes out for that one. Now, yes, we're going to go all the way back about a week or so. Uh, yeah, to Damien, uh, who sent us an email and said he made it to four hundred this week, so he's a little bit behind. But there's a fair reason why he's staying in a shack in the Halamahera jungle. Oh, this which is, is Damien's an intrepid yeah. listener. He is that. He's intrepid yeah. something. Yeah, and uh, he's about <laughs> five hours walk from nowhere. And uh, he says the Halamahera fad diet, it seems, is just two small meals a day and homemade sambal for a month. I don't know where the rest of me has gone, so I might have to get onto that. So wow. uh, if we can look up where the Halamahera jungle <laughs> is, that'd be great. But it's great to have uh, listeners from uh, far and away. And speaking of which, and speaking of regional Victoria, hello uh, to Nicole. Sorry, I've been off the bell. Oh, yes. Sorry, yeah. You've been off the bell for quite some time. <laughs> and uh, to Nicole, our regional Victoria or Central Victorian Bureau Chief. Yes. Uh, who who uh, sent us a lovely email welcoming myself and my housemate uh, to the area and uh, with a big kiss in the ear. As, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> seems to be the stupidly small way now. That's nice. how, So from, from now on, if you greet a fellow stupidly small <laughs> podcast listener, you must give them an awkward kiss to the ear. Yes. And uh, that's how we'll know that you're real. That's it. Um, and she just says some very nice stuff and uh, we'll be visiting as well. So this could become quite the podcast listener halfway house, which should be uh, fun. Uh, also, uh, let me have a look through. Ooh, Sean. 
Sean was just asking, because uh, last week was a bit weird, if the uh, <laughs> podcast had fallen into the toilet, was it going to continue <laughs> as normal? We're pretty much back as normal, as you can tell, Sean. So don't have uh, no fear there. In fact, Sean, yeah, we, uh, we're in danger of... Um you know, running over now. We've we stopped. We did go down to the ten minute ones or whatever because we were just trying to coexist, and it was a little bit difficult, wasn't it, Stu? It was a little bit difficult. Difficult. And um, uh, mm-hmm. just just briefly, I'd, uh, we won't take up too much time. But um, uh, last night, uh, Madeline Cooper sent a uh, lovely email just saying that uh, in reading today's newspaper, she found herself feeling rather amused when I came across the word freelance. And in her head, she added the word ding. Yes. Nice. Oh, very good timing, Lauren Clark. <laughs> Thank um, you. So, and the the ding uh, also has taken off in some small way. And don't forget, you can pick yourself up a ding T-shirt very soon. You really can't. Uh, Stuart. <laughs> I just made that up on the spot. Can do you, you know what, it? though, that some listeners have noticed on yeah. Facebook oh, yes. is that there is a ding emoticon. Uh, so yes, yes. go your hardest uh, with the ding emoticon. And, in fact, you don't need to be encouraged because you're already doing it. Well, we have had lots of people getting in touch with you on Twitter and Facebook. Mm, um, I wish I was allowed onto those pages. I know. It's such it. a shame. Oh, yeah. well. Uh, Bethwin has been in touch to be just – people get in touch to say, g'day, love the podcast. And when you do hmm. that, you might think it's no biggie, but it's the best. It's so a thank big you. biggie. It's a big biggie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge biggie. Yeah. Um, and say congrats on the house, Stu. You're going to love it in regional Victoria. And ding, ding. also just letting me know about the gardens at Burnley College because I've been getting away on weekends just like I said I would. Remember I said I need to, I've decided I need to You've been to get going out to the every... park. No. Oh, well, I went to the botanicals one time because I couldn't get out of the city. Why don't you come and see me some point? Well, that was the plan this weekend, but it fell into the toilet when the walls fell off. But, um... But yeah, the, there are lots of lots of. Uh, Is that a Simon and Garfunkel song? Fell <laughs> into the toilet when the when walls the fell, fell off. off. Um, should be, should be, should be. But anyway, this there are lots Robinson. of lots of people um, have been being hilarious on Facebook and Twitter. In fact, there have been a few. Uh, I'm just going to mention Luke's superpower. Oh, I think this came in yesterday oh, too. Can actually, I, can and can I say comment on Luke after you've done, please? Yes, I did see this. My superpower is that I can tell when someone has had a haircut, even if I haven't seen them for months or they have a hat on. Well, now pretty, we were talking recently. I don't know about this one. Really? No, yeah. this is a perler because we, the 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 criteria criterion is we should remember mm. that it's got to be a kind of slightly lame superpower like a, an innocuous well superpower. it ticks all the boxes there <laughs> i don't think that's lame i think that's great oh, well it's pretty easy to tell someone's had a haircut no nah, it's a. not dude no nah. oh they're nah. clean cut it's the first thing you say or think when you see somebody who's looking good or who you haven't seen for a while you go if you had a haircut and quite often it's they've lost weight or they've got a tan or like they've they're wearing a different color that pops or something like honestly pops. it's mm. true you think that but you i guarantee you All right. it's one of those things well uh, luke also sent in a tingy oh, he said in a tingy which was the about milo, milo. T- now okay just to set this up for the listeners that we're talking about mm. he said oh uh, uh, my, me tingies. My, my tingy is uh peeling the the 
the foil off a new tin of Milo. No, childhood tinkies. It was he, he referenced child. So childhood tinkies. Every time I got to open a new can of Milo. Right. Can I just say? Yes. That opening a tin of Milo is one of the most horrific things from my childhood that I, I I'll ever remember. Or I, I I try not to remember. Is that because it cut you? No, because it was a metal yes. film right yes. underneath the tin lid. Yeah. And you had to stick it. Oh. You had to stick a knife into it so you could rip it <laughs> yeah. back. And that feeling of the knife cutting into the foil was the most disgusting, disgusting thing that I think I can remember from childhood. And, uh, Luke, you brought that memory back to me. That's and I weird. won't forgive you. No, I think you're a weirdo. I think... I'm a weirdo. What it taps into is the thing we've said about tingies before, that often a tingy is when you go, oh, there's a new thing, and I'm the first person to see the new brand new, and you crack it open and you get that whiff... Of the fresh Milo, because after it's been Ooh, a few days, Stop. a few weeks or whatever, it's like... What, how, what sort of household had a Milo tin that lasted a few weeks? Well, in um, uh, my old law-talking job, mm. there'd be Milo there and you'd be like, why, well, not enough other people drink Milo. <laughs> this has gone a bit funny. But... um. The heck did Milo go funny? It's just sugar. It doesn't go funny, but it joins up together and it's not doesn't well, that, smell that's, fresh. That's just um that's just the humidity. You got your oh Milo you got your Really? Milo rocks, what are you yeah. a myeloologist over I'm there? A, I'm that's a, your I'm humidity. A, I'm a science myelotologist. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> I love you, dearly, but you're a fool. Now listen, yes. we should get out of here. Well, um, how do the other fellow cymolotologists get in contact with us, Lauren Clark? <laughs> they can find us Stu, we're stupidly big. Stupidlybig.com, stupidly big on Twitter, stupidly big on Facebook. Um, we're stupidly uh, small or big on iTunes. And please do go there if you haven't yet and give us a rating and a review. It makes a huge difference uh, to us because we get a sense of who everybody is. And it's also, you know, we don't, uh, it's just great to hear from you all. Stuart. Love it. Uh, I hope the next 48 hours uh, hold you in good stead for... 48 hours? What did I say? 48 hours? Yeah. Sorry. I hope the next 24 hours... Less than 24. <laughs> Told you I wasn't good at maths. Um, I hope the next 24 hours... But that's exceptionally hours. bad at yes. maths. I told you I was exceptionally bad at maths. Um, I hope they cheer you up is what I'm getting at. No. It's Monday, so work week starts. Nothing to be but happy you're about. Thank you, but um, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't matter whether you're the Pope or uh, George Columbaris. You're still going to wake up, you know, and, and look at your Monday and go, "Ugh, I've got to do this again." You reckon George George Columbaris does that? And he gets in his Maserati. Is he on Twitter? I might tweet him and ask. Hey George, do you hate Mondays? You go, no, I love it. He'd be one of those people that has gone to see a, you know, a happy uh, person that tells you to embrace life, and so he he thinks that uh, because he's got a happy outlook, that's why he's successful. Oh, nice! The retrofitting of the narrative. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Well, Stu, you certainly can't be accused of that. Um, will I see you tomorrow, my friend? I'll retrofit your narrative anytime. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.